episode of Revolutionary Rex. I was on short stories. tested any of the audio so who knows if anybody's even going to hear this yeah but you know what with the, my jumble of words at the start of this it's okay <laughs> but uh yeah we're talking about talking about how to cultivate friendship in your marriage so um you do not have to be best friends with your spouse to have a healthy beautiful sweet god-honoring marriage but if you can be best friends with your spouse, we 10 out of 10 recommend it because it makes life so much fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just had a couple ladies talk to me and, and tell me that they want to cultivate friendship in their marriage. And so Josh and I talked about it a little bit. So we're just going to talk about how we do some of that. Um, some quick tips for if you are currently single or dating. Um, and then we're also going to tell you what we did for our anniversary, what we do every year to celebrate um, this uh, marriage gift the Lord's given us. So that's kind of our outline for today. Do you want to start off with any uh, original thoughts? Original thoughts. <laughs> original thoughts. My original thought is that I really enjoy preparing for these episodes. <laughs> and we are on the road. Yeah. So, nope, don't have an intro. Okay, great. Well, um, let's start first with if you're talking to somebody who is not married yet or not even in a relationship yet, but they hear or see spouses being best friends with each other and they're like, oh yeah, I want that. What is something that they could look out for in a future partner or spouse? Um, well, easiest place to start is to look for people that are already in the things that you're interested in mm -hmm. so definitely like you said to me yesterday it's not a requirement to start from a from friendship and build into a romantic relationship right. you can start intending on seeking a romantic relationship but it's definitely a lot e easier to cultivate friendship that's already been developed yeah and roll from there but then there's also the risk in that that you have a friend and you got to kind of test the waters that's a whole nother subject. Um, should that, you be friends is, before you start dating or not? Well, I just think it's an issue that we kind of view previous relationships as as bad. Mm -hmm. Like like the, how do I say that better? Kind of most 
ex-boyfriends or girlfriends are viewed as enemies to a certain extent. Yeah. Okay. And that's a problem because we should be able to test out a dating relationship with a friend and then be like, oh, this isn't going to work, which you actually have experience with, Okay. I think. Uh, I was really confused where you were going with that. Um, do I have experience? Um, I don't know. My only other boyfriend bit. I had was, was not a good <laughs> relationship, but I had lots of, <laughs> I say lots, and I laugh, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> oops. Um, for a year, I had a lot of first, first and just like first, second dates with guys. Did you and go mini golfing? I did go mini golfing, yeah, with a guy I did for, he lasted a couple weeks and knew it wasn't going to work out, but <laughs> he was fun. Um, and yeah, I just never, I wasn't really in a, that wasn't like a model of like how to be or date or anything though. Um, but there's plenty of guys that I went on dates with and then was friends with afterwards. Um, because yeah, you go on a date and it doesn't work out. Well, no big deal. As long as you're not creepy or rude or something, then there's no reason you can't be friends. So yeah, I think that was pretty healthy, that one aspect of it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we were talking about that yesterday, um, that it is okay to, you know, you meet somebody, you feel like you connect with them and just say, Hey, I'd like to take you on a date. Like, you know, if you're a guy or whatever, and in that situation, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it's also, if, whether you do that or you just like kind of feel it out and start to be friends and hang out in a friend group and then maybe move on from there to a date, there's no like wrong way to do that. Uh, like neither of those are specifically right or specifically wrong whatsoever. But um, whether you do like date right out the gate or otherwise, like that is the time to cultivate, cultivate a friendship. Um, do you have a similar sense of humor? Do you share similar hobbies? And if you don't share hobbies, is there something that you could start doing together? Um, like, you know, maybe he's really into computers and stuff and you're really into um, like art or whatever. Can you guys go and like Frisbee golf together? Can you guys find a new hobby that you'd like to do together? Nice. So. <laughs> that was quite an equation. <laughs> well, I was just trying to think of some different stuff. So yeah. anyways, those are, I like it. those are some good tips, I think, to start. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, I mean. Well, you definitely have to have an activity yeah. that you share in common or at least something you, in like a place you enjoy going to together or something because you think about other normal friendships that you have with people of the same sex you don't just walk up to someone and say will you be my friend you actually have experiences right. shared with them that turns Deep into conversations, that so yeah i've definitely seen relationships in the, and there's other things about this one relationship i have in my mind that i'm thinking of that there were some other red flags in that relationship but one thing was that like they got together and they had nothing in common. And then they started watching the same TV show together. And that was like one thing, you know, you get like a show with your boyfriend or girlfriend that you watch together. That's cute. That was like the one thing that they did. And they didn't have a similar taste in music. They didn't have a similar uh, sense of humor. And they didn't like doing any of the same things. And so that's like, would you be friends with this person if you weren't dating them? Like, I think that's a good question to ask. Yeah. If you weren't romantically interested in this person would you want to spend time with them and if the answer is no that's not going to be like the most fun life i'm going to be honest mm -hmm. now is marriage about having fun no no what would you want to what is marriage about <laughs> uh, marriage would be about representing christ's love for us in the way that we love and sacrifice for our spouse mm -hmm. and being a clear representation of that for others 
so yeah so just all just wanted to point that out that like we're not saying that marriage has to be fun and that it's not that it's going to be fun a hundred percent of the time but especially if you're not married yet like we would really encourage you to seek someone out um or pursue relationships that are going to leave just really looking forward to seeing that person at the end of every work day and when you wake up in the morning and not just because you rom- have romantic feelings about them because honestly when you're married like you're not you don't feel like romantic all the time and so when that romance isn't there what's what's left and you want there to be a friendship there um mm-hmm. which makes life so uh-huh. wonderful and no matter what in in marriage in love in the long term you have to decide on a regular basis to love someone like we've talked about before because love is an action and a decision yeah absolutely it's not just a feeling that burns out and then you give up on it so you can make it work no matter what but you're going to want to be with someone you can share experiences with yeah. and, and enjoy and and understand well you know yeah, like if you love going camping you want to go all the time and your possible spouse hates the idea of that it's possible they could change but you know just thinking about things like this yeah yeah I always said before I've I've said this for a few years and I think being married it's still true Uh, because I said this like maybe even before we were dating this might have been one of my little things that I said um of what my thoughts were about marriage and I'm glad to say four years in officially four years as of yesterday um that I think it's still true so um this is this is what it is I'd say you can't marry somebody with the idea in mind that you're going to change them Yep. But you also can't marry them with the idea in mind that they're never going to change. Yep. Because I'll tell you that Joshua is not the same man that he was when I married him. He reads constantly. That is like the first thing that comes to mind. He's also um, way more, um, significantly more outspoken than he ever used to be. Um, not as outspoken as I am. And that is okay. I think if there was two of us, it'd be crazy. Because <laughs> um, uh, I don't need him to be like me. He needs to be you know, God created him differently. That's a good thing. Yeah. But um, he's far more outspoken. He becomes a better leader every day and a harder worker. <coughs> and I'm choking. Um, but yeah, all those things. And he just becomes a better man all the time. And the Lord is so good. But he really is different in so many ways than when I married him four years ago. And I'm so glad for all those things, uh, fortunately. Um, so if I married him expecting him to never change, well, I would have been missing out if I, if you never changed and I was trying to keep you the same way. Mm. Um, but also if I married you with the idea in mind of like, oh, I'm going to get him to read books, which was never, I never cared if he read <laughs> books or not, but, or I'm going to get him to do this with me and I'm going to change him, then that's just not my job at all. And I would be so disappointed because it wouldn't work. And that's a recipe for building resentment. Absolutely. Definitely a foundation of relational instability. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know why exactly I was talking about that. Well, no, I guess just with friendship, like if you don't don't think you're going to convince them to share hobbies with you later, sometimes it works out. I mean, Josh yeah. ended up doing videography with me and we now we have this business yeah, and it's so true. cool. Uh-huh. So you never know when it's going to happen. Um, I think it's really cool to just give somebody the space to do that. And you can invite them, like, you know, camping is a great example. You can invite them to go camping with you, but don't make them, um, leave that space for them, make it enjoyable, find compromise. If you like really, this is just works to go with the camping example, but like, if you really like dispersed camping, 
pooping in the woods, <laughs> making the the hobo burgers that Josh was just talking about in the car earlier, yeah. yep. um, and all that stuff. And they don't really like camping at all. Then you know, buy them an air mattress, get a nice tent, maybe um, you know, just go, make sure you go to a campsite that has uh, bathrooms and running water, and like ease them into it. Um, so also, uh, don't go camping with someone that you're just dating. Yes, uh, just the two of you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> groups are okay. It's, Different tents. Yep. 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 Um, anyways, but yeah, so I think I think gave me a good example because that could be something that people really like or really don't like. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I just invite them along. I mean, so I think CrossFit is a good example for us. So Josh obviously loves CrossFit. If you listen to like any of our episodes, I feel like it comes up often. Um, and I don't really do much CrossFit anymore. <laughs> Fortunately, we have a lot of other things we do together. Yeah, but when we There's were still first time dating, yeah. <laughs> When we were still dating, I would go with him, and he knew I didn't love it, but he didn't force me to go, but he encouraged me and compromised with me, and I didn't. And I was very thankful when she did, and she often took naps on the ground or on a bench on the side. Yeah, but I was there, yep. and that's what we call compromise. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, those are some examples. Uh, another thing I think that goes along with this, the pre-marriage aspect, okay. is that, and I definitely experienced this coming from a much more much smaller more close-knit community is that too many people somehow decide that there's not that many people in the world because they're not interested in branching out further yeah and just do a little math on how, <laughs> how many possible spouses there are for you you do not have a soulmate you can find somebody yeah. who you are compatible with and it is not going to be that difficult if you're interested in going on a, a little journey on just getting out and meeting people but i just want to say don't stay in a relationship because it feels good to be in a relationship yes that's the root of way too many painful relationships and abusive relationships yeah so it should be more expected and acceptable to break up early in a relationship oh yeah not not just remain there because it's comfortable yeah if you're ever coming to us like personally in real life or relationship Uh, advice you're complaining about your partner communicate what the issues are in almost in most ways we'll be like okay just break up with them that's Uh, fine (laughs) any kind of normal relationship uh you're going to clearly communicate Mm -hmm. what was going on and allow them the Mm -hmm. opportunity to change that and grow for someone else in the future or maybe (laughs) you farther in the future you don't know but you allow someone the room to grow and that's the most loving thing you can do so yeah. we need to view breakups as much more loving than they currently are absolutely we have episodes on that like if you go back to some of our early episodes we we have an episode i think it was called like why um breaking up can be a good thing or something like that go back to some of our early episodes and you can yeah. listen to that in greater detail and we from, better from us like three years ago um <laughs> oh yeah crazy <laughs> hopefully we know a little more since then but like we said at the beginning there are definitely marriages of people who have sweet christ honoring loving tender relationships but they just want to cultivate friendship in their marriage more so what are some ways that they could do that what are some of the first things I'm glad we're moving into marriage. Yeah. It's hard for us to uh, stay so concise when we're just rolling and talking. No, it's okay. good. Uh, this is how people like our episodes, honey. This is what they tell us. I think so? Yeah, they tell us they just like that we're just talking and having a conversation. Sick. So I think we're Thanks, doing good. Yeah, I hope you okay. like it like this. This is what Sick. some of our friends are telling us. So. I like it like that. Yeah, okay, so tell me. Uh, well, first thing is uh, get off your phone, get Oof. off the computer. Okay, yeah. So, so 
I think the most important thing is you're married, so you're already living together. That was bumpy. Yeah. Uh, you're already in the same place. So don't act like the other person is not around and you're in your own little world yeah, for good. the entire day. I think you should get together as a little family meeting and choose a time when the electronics are shutting off each day and put them away so you're forced to interact. You pointed at something. Yeah, there was a really cool dam and like the water was flowing from it. It was beautiful. I beautiful. was like, damn. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you remember what I said? Yeah, no, I, I, I liked that. it. Oh, you were saying having a time to turn off the technology? Yeah. 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 Good. good because then you're going to actually interact instead of distract yeah i like that like having real quality time that like a big difference for sure um yeah and then just like with the dating stuff we mentioned earlier like finding a hobby to do together mm -hmm. um so that's true whether you're dating and just figuring it out or if you're married for a little bit and you're like we don't like do fun things together but we don't like any of the same stuff find some find some new stuff there's so many things you could do there's so many things you can do on a budget like you don't have to go crazy with it. You don't have to go on vacations or anything crazy. No. But you could go on day trips. You could go hiking. You could, you know, there's lots of outdoor stuff you could do for free, which is so cool. Um, you could also you could learn, choose. learn a craft to do together. For sure. Pull out the popsicle sticks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can start as simple as I think that the uh, technology is probably a big issue for a lot of people. Yeah, I think because it's, good. it's such an easy distraction and separation. So you could start as simple as choosing something you both enjoy enough to watch together. I still think that's kind of a lame, but it's a starting point and it can be enjoyable. And we've we've been watching Friday Night Lights recently, kind yeah. of. We watched it on two two separate weekends. Yeah. While on while at Airbnbs. Yeah, the Airbnbs <laughs> but, are where we're watching Friday Night Lights. But it's so good. You choose. All right, high recommendations: Friday Night Lights and Parenthood. Parenthood. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I think we might have talked about this on the podcast once yeah. before, but Parenthood, and I think you can do it with Friday Night Lights too. Because I, yeah. But Parenthood especially, or I'm sure, I haven't really watched This Is Us, but I feel like it's a really similar show. Parenthood was such a good show, okay? And then what we would do while we were dating, this is a good, like, dating tip or just for fun. Uh, if you're married, whatever. Well, watch great. the show it's together. if you're married. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's even better, probably. Yeah, probably. You have these watch discussions. It um, but, so we watched it when we were dating, and I was watching, Josh watched it when he was younger, but I was watching it through for the first time, so whenever we were to when I wanted to watch it, he was with me, he'd watch it with me, and he knew what was going on and everything. Okay, so then something would happen, like a conflict would happen. I remember specifically one, like, um, there is a family with a daughter, so mom, dad, and a daughter, and then a bird hit the window, and then the bird died, and then the dad tells her that the bird went to heaven, and then the mom is mad about it. Um, so, boom, there's conflict, we pause it, and we say, okay, what would you do in this situation? And then that one, we were like, well, yep. no, dad, the dad was right, and we, well, not that animals no. go to heaven, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> uh, we could have done an episode on animals going to heaven. Uh, they don't, but anyways, um, <laughs> but like she didn't believe in heaven and they didn't want to like impose their religion on her or whatever. I don't know. That was weird. We don't agree with that. That's not our, our stance. And so, but we just had a conversation about it, which was really good, especially when we were dating. That was like one of the first times we had a conversation about like religion and kids and stuff. It was pretty obvious for us because of our um deeply held convictions and our faith and everything but there was opportunities to pause the episode like multiple times every single episode and say okay pause if you, we were in this situation or if you, since we were getting we go if you were in the situation with your family or your spouse what would you yes. do yes um and then if you're married you're watching you could say what would we do if we were in the situation mm -hmm. um yeah. so it was really cool 
is the, yeah, it allows you to also prepare for a lot of things that are likely to happen because there's so many different relational and uh, experiential circumstances that are so common that take place in those shows. Yeah. So I think it's really valuable. And if not for yourselves, then for somebody else that's going to come to you with that at some point. So yeah. it's good. And then at home so you can start with something as simple as that but even just choosing a project that you're going to do to improve your home but that's something you can work on together that's what I'm saying the crafts it's a great thing the crafts <laughs> the decor yeah. oh, well, I'm going I'm thinking a little bigger than that I know <laughs> no no but whatever I mean a DIY yeah 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 any kind of DIY so it could be to beautify your home or to fix it up or something that you could both share um uh fixing up flipping a piece of furniture together that is so fun. Go to your back alley, find a piece of furniture. If it's like our previous back alley we had, you will find it instantly. Um, <laughs> or go to Goodwill yeah. or Salvation Army because we don't like Goodwill. Um, <laughs> but um, buy a piece of old furniture and fix it up together. How fun is that? And so affordable. Yeah, you're just looking for memories to share. Yeah. And we. Ooh, scrapbooking. Making oh, picture books. Fantastic. That's uh -huh. so good. Yeah, we make picture books every year. We are six months, seven, eight months. Eight months late on making last year's picture book, but uh, we're gonna get there. It's been busy, like we've said. That's why we haven't also done the podcast in six months. So we've been busy, True. but um, we, we will make it for 2021, hopefully before the end of 2022. Um, but it's so fun and we get to relive the last year and put together all these photos and then print a photo book. Um, and it's special, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you get to go, yeah, you have all those memories available. I love it. Uh, but. I was going to say, I think we really have such a gift of the way we started off our marriage. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know what you're going to say, and I agree. <laughs> Best friend. <laughs> so, there's a lot of uh, people who don't have the same advantage who are doing a lot more uh, kind of digging their way back out from maybe kind of fading out of the good <laughs> of the relationship you know like you start off really hot and then kind of fade away from each oh, okay. other okay, yeah. as you go into the marriage and go on for time uh so i really think there's a point it, well i know it's from interacting with older people who have not had healthy marriages mm -hmm. where you are just have did, decided that you are consistently annoyed with your spouse yeah and there's nothing that's going to change it yeah and so you're not as willing to listen or be open or have it's fun. Just, yeah. Enjoy your spouse. Laugh at their jokes, even when they're stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You do that really good for me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, so it really starts with having a posture of being willing to listen and also being willing to be open when you're asked a question because you don't want to do the thing that kids do when you ask them about school. Also ask better questions for one. Don't, don't give people the opportunity to just answer with good because that's yeah. Lame. How was work today, sweetie? It's fine. Yeah, ask at least what did you do, yeah. or what what did you enjoy, yeah. or what was the hardest part. Or I know you were talking to your boss today. How did that go? I want to hear about mm -hmm. it. And how can I help you? And how can mm -hmm. I encourage you? Um, not just general like loving somebody, but that's it's it's true for everybody that you come into contact with. Batteries mm -hmm. dying on yours. Well, we'll be done soon, I think. Um, well, so one other thing I wanted to say too is just kind of the attitude, um, like mindset around friendship um, and enjoying your spouse because. That's something we were talking about yesterday in the car as well. Like, shoot, I'm panicked because it's gonna die, and I can't remember what we said yesterday. It's just, remember? It's flashing, right? Yeah, it's flashing. It'll last for a while. Oh, cool. Okay. 
Not sure what you're talking about exactly. Well, I was talking about attitude, and I was talking about like how you kind of get sick of your spouse, and she's oh, on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Are you sick of me? Huh? So I don't know. Are you sick of me? No. Um. Oh, I remember. Okay, thanks for bearing with me. So yeah, just kind of the general idea of like people will say like, oh, your wife's, you know, wives are all like, they're a wife is just a ball and chain, and husbands are idiots and stuff like that and you'll hear that on tv shows and movies all the time and it's a big joke and that's something that you might hear people in your friend circle saying like if they say anything like oh you gotta get home to your ball and chain or you know you're saying something that your husband did and then they're like oh, man husbands are idiots or whatever like that and just kind of say something maybe not to directly insult your spouse but because that's just a cultural thing that people think is okay to say that's something they might say. And it's really important for you to shut that down and say, that's my spouse. That's my best friend. That is my favorite person in this entire world. So no, they're not, the, they're not my ball and chain and they're not an idiot. And I love them more than anybody. So no, I don't mind going home to them. I'm, I'm going to leave you guys because you're being kind of lame right now and I'm going to head home anyways. So first of all, yeah, don't be around people who are going to be like that. Influence them. Don't let them influence you. Yeah. Um, so again, that's kind of just like a loving thing, but it also relates back to uh, friendship with your spouse because you're not going to want to be friends with somebody who's ball and chain. And if you let that language just be around you and affect you and let that uh, skew your mindset towards what marriage is and what your spouse is like, that's just not going to be true or it shouldn't be. Um, and that's greatly in your control. So. Mm -hmm. So defend your best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well said. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it, I think, on like how to cultivate friendship. Uh, again, just like finding hobbies to do together, encouraging them, uh, laughing at their jokes even when they're dumb. Uh, uh, ma major thing, because you spend so much time with this person, is being aware of what's going on in their life. Yeah. So they're constantly asking questions, and then the one that Taylor A loves, that Grant told us in his wisdom, yeah. is asking how do you feel about that because it can apply to anything Yeah. and gets more of an in-depth conversation going. So when you care about someone, you want to know what's going on mm -hmm. and not just the surface level. Yeah. Not just what's happening, but what how they feel about it and what they think about it and what they'd like to do moving forward. And don't forget to turn here. Oops. Oops, you forgot to turn there. Gotta spin around. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's time to say goodbye. Well, did you want to tell them about our anniversary? Well, I do want to tell them about our anniversary. Okay, we'll try and do it kind of quick. But yes, so today oh, is... Drive, no turn around. Sorry, Oops. guys. Um, oh, there's a car coming. I know about it. That's good. Um, so today is August 5th. So that means that yesterday was our four-year anniversary of our wedding day. Um, and so we wanted to share with you guys uh, what we do every year on our anniversary. First thing that we do is we celebrate it like crazy. Like it is our birthdays combined, like it is a national holiday, like Valentine's Day never saw what was coming mm -mm. Um, because it is just the best day of the year. We actually just ignore Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's kind of true. Save it for the end. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, although, hey, what did, what did I do on Valentine's Day this year? You love me so good. Yeah. Well, that sounds kind of 
<laughs> oh, I don't remember what happened. You don't remember? I made you a candlelit dinner, turned off all the technology, oh, built a I love Oh, I do tent, remember. That was so and sweet. And books and things. Yeah, I love that. All right, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> Just needed a reminder. I'm gonna rage! Um, oh, wait, that's another way to be best friends with your spouse, is, uh, <laughs> to laugh at yes. anger. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Not treat everything so seriously. Yeah. Enjoy the time. So we, yeah, we spend a lot of time laughing. When, yeah. If one of us starts to get upset, we try, we do our best to make it comical. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> if one of us is like, did you do this? I thought you were going to do that. Or something like that. Okay, there's a YouTube channel that we watch that uh, talks about movies. It's called Pitch Meetings. It's so funny. You, I definitely recommend it if you like that kind of stuff. But uh, it's like a writer talk, like giving a pitch for a movie, and then it's like a movie that recently came out. And then if there's a plot twist or something that like, or a uh, plot hole and it just doesn't make sense, it doesn't connect, and then the guy is like, well, what about this? And he goes, I need you to get all the way off my back about that. And so Josh and I say that all the time, and it's such a great like emotional disruptor. So if it's like yeah. a tense moment of like, you said you were gonna do that. I need you to get all the way off my back about that. And then you just have to laugh. It's so funny. Um, so yeah, so find stuff like that, break the tension. Nothing is that serious. And if it is, take it seriously. But that leaves so much more emotional energy for the stuff that really matters. Uh -huh. So don't waste it. Like pick, pick your hills uh, to die on. Ex explain the small stuff if it bothers you and then laugh about it, work on it, and don't, yeah, don't be a crybaby, I don't you, know. You, <laughs> you, you said nothing is that serious followed by if something is that serious. So let me clarify that there's plenty of things that are serious, right? but there's way more that don't have That's to be treated as serious. so serious. Yes, yes, yes. You knew what I meant. Okay. Uh -huh. No, they do too. Um, okay, so yes, our anniversary, we make a stinking big deal about it, and then what do we do? I'm just gonna do this quick so yeah. we can roll out. So, and well, first we always plan something, some kind of activity to do, of course. And this yeah. year we were in Idaho, so it was awesome. So yeah. this year we went whitewater rafting, uh -huh. a half day trip, which was very fun. And we were with an adorable family. <laughs> uh, so we had a great time there. But the main tradition that we do, no matter where we are or what's going on, is at the end of the day, we'll have dinner and then we will write a letter to each other, just kind of overview how much we love each other specifics from the last year maybe but uh, we will write a love letter and then we will write our vows from our wedding also as a reminder and then we read the letters to each other and we wash each other's feet yeah we read the letters and we say our vows out loud again yeah yeah so and then yeah we wash each other's feet and so this year so usually we just sit on the edge of our bathtub and just put our feet in and then just wash each other's feet and this year we were staying in an Airbnb that was right off the river. And so we walked down to the river. We did, wrote our letters and walked into the river, uh, renewed our vows. <laughs> yep, every year. Uh, every, every year we, we renew our vows. Everybody should do it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we washed each other's feet in the river and then sat there for a little bit. But when Taylor Ray went to put the towel down that we were going to sit <gasps> on, oh, yeah. a snake <laughs> jumped out of the grass into the water and kind of swam in circles and she, she uh, defended us valiantly by sh shaking the towel out and saying, go away. Yeah, I kind of felt empowered. It was good. <laughs> My mom is so terrified of snakes. And so I don't I don't like them either at all. I have no desire to ever be near snakes, which is great because when we're in Oregon, we sleep across the hall from a room full of snakes. I don't uh, know how many snakes are there anymore. Well, whatever. Don't think about it. Yeah. 
Anyways, but uh, we saw two snakes this trip. We saw one when we went camping, remember? Uh-huh. And both, then, both little guys. And then I slept on the ground where the snake was, and I didn't even cry about it. And then I saw one, and then we watched his feet in the river right where the snake was. So I'm a big girl. So, Anyways. It is a great tradition yes. to to re-go through your vows just to take that time to honor your the marriage commitments mm-hmm. and remind each other what you promised and oh yeah absolutely and declare that love fresh uh on your anniversary each year so i think everybody should do that i think everybody should just yeah read vows write love letters it's so easy and sweet um and i feel like so often it's so necessary i'm like the last year, i this year the lord has been so good i feel like man i just feel so in love with you every day it's so much fun um but the last three years i feel like every time we get close to august i start to feel a little bit like drained a little bit like man like life's hard or whatever something's hitting me and then we do our vow renewal or celebrate our anniversary and just like a refresh and a reminder and just so good and maybe i don't know we have been really exhausted from the house and everything but I felt very in love with you because every day I watch you work so hard on the house and take care of me and stuff. You guys, also every year I stink and cry my eyes out doing this. It's <laughs> This year I cried while writing the letter. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't normally do that. I, I think last year I was writing it. I was like, I don't think I'm going to cry this time. And then reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, I just cry. It's so beautiful and yeah. such a gift the Lord has given us. And yeah, so... That is definitely a romantic thing, maybe less of a friendship thing, but I think it's good for both, for sure. Um, But yeah, I think that's one thing too, is like when you're best friends with your spouse, everything romantic cultivates your friendship and everything that's more about your friendship cultivates your romance. Yep. So yeah, be best friends with your spouse. It's so great. It's so good. And like, Mm -hmm. man, there's no like, there is like, yeah, you should have a poker night with your friends and I should like have a girls night. And, um, we are totally okay being apart from each other, having like alone time. I'm, I'm personally like really okay with alone time. Josh is not big on alone time. Um, but I'm totally okay with it. However, it's so nice that there's no place I would rather be than with my husband, that it's just the best, safest, most joyful, excited, safest, awesome place to be and I don't think that everybody has a marriage like that but I think it's something that you can cultivate so hopefully this episode helps you whether you are looking towards marriage one day in the distant future or if that's something coming up or if you've been married and you want to cultivate that Um, also I think last thing especially if you're married and want to cultivate that there's only so many how-tos. Obviously, I feel like a lot of this has been a lot, um, mindset conversation. But one thing is to be around other couples who are friends. And don't look at them with jealousy. Look at them and see how they act and try and cultivate that as well. Yeah, and just all be friends with each other. And um, I think just being around that is a good influence. And so, um, yeah, come on double dates with us. We'll have a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The... Um, there, there are some tips and mindsets and stuff like that. Ultimately, God has definitely just blessed us. And so, um, 
hope these things are helpful. We were really blessed to have a, such a great starting point. Not everybody gets to have that. And so um, I hope that if that's not your starting place, that um, these things will help you get there. Um, and it's just one step at a time. You don't, if you're not, don't have a friendship like this today, don't expect to have a friendship like this tomorrow. Like it just takes time to cultivate. So take your time. Don't feel rushed. You've got the rest of your lives. Yeah. And take the time to think about when you're being selfish. Okay. Because if both of you are constantly aware of your own selfishness, good things are going to happen. Yeah, that's true. All right, sweet. Any, any other last thoughts? Uh-uh, you're free to go, <laughs> friends. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Hope you could hear us uh, this whole time. And we will see you on the next episode, or you will hear hear us yeah. on the next episode. We'll, we'll hear you there. <laughs> we are almost out of Idaho. Here comes Oregon. Wow, we did it. Thanks for going with us. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye.